Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of Constant Faithful Secure. Today I'm here with my friend and survivor, Mrs. Hilary Webby, and we're going to talk about God's presence and God's constant faithfulness during sudden pain and sudden challenges in your life. So, tell us, Mrs. Webby, what has happened in your life that has changed things and how has God been with you? Well, Stacey, first of all, let me see you say what a pleasure and honor it is to be here. Thank you. Yeah. about our faithful God. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> okay, in 2015, mm-hmm. which is seven years ago, mm-hmm. I had a sudden and um, traumatic stroke. I didn't even know what a stroke was before that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was, I didn't realize at the time it was going to be a turning point in my life. When it first happened, what were, when you came back around and was aware of what was happening, what was that like for you when you realized life is going to be different now? Well, I was really fearful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was very uncertain. I didn't know what the future would hold. Right. Because I was accustomed to working full time all my life, driving myself to work and being running, being taxi to my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really going to be a stark change. Yeah. And so walk us through some of those moments, some of the more significant moments for you. How was it for you because of your feelings when you're like, I can't do this on my own anymore? And then um, how did God help you? in those moments. Okay. All right, well, first of all, I didn't even know what happened to me until my husband came and told me, you mm-hmm. had a stroke, it was in the right side of your brain, mm-hmm. and it's gonna mean that your left side of your body is paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So lying in a hospital bed, I mean, I couldn't move arm, leg, anything, I couldn't even look to the left. The doctor said to me, when you have guests, let them stay on your left so that you can engage that side. My face was twisted, which I didn't know until I finally found a mirror. So, I mean, I was fearful. I was sending a message to my office that I'd be back in a few weeks. Wow. And that was seven years ago. Oh, yeah, no vaccines. Nope. But, I mean, I've been back in my capacity as a board member of the Grace Kennedy Foundation. Okay. Not as an employee. I retired a year after on medical grounds. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I couldn't sit up on my own in the bed. Mm-hmm. Much, I mean, walking wasn't even a question. Mm-hmm. So I had to start from being a baby again. From learning to roll over in the bed, mm-hmm. learning to sit up, stand up, balance, which is still a work in progress to me even today, even though I don't therapy every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a dramatic turnaround in my life. I can still see you thinking about it. Yep. The first questions that came to mind is that, okay, what do I do now? How can I function in the rules I'm accustomed to? If I can't walk, if I can't drive, if I'm not even sure what kind of thinking I can do, mm-hmm. if I was mixing things up here, mm-hmm. how am I going to sit at a job and function right. within a complex environment? Right. Sitting on chairs that have wheels, and I'm not even walking and stable yet. So I was really afraid about, you know, what will I do? Mm -hmm. If I have to attend a parents' meeting with my child, 
So am I going to go upstairs? When my husband pops something on me and says, we need to go somewhere and gives me a five minutes notice, how does that work? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I honestly didn't know how would I navigate life now. It's a whole different experience, a whole new world. I mean, honestly, my nurses and orderlies at the hospital had to do literally every single thing for me. If I needed to turn in the bed, some strapping men would come and swing me over. Mm-hmm. Were you able to call on the Lord during that? Or did something remind you of God? And how were you guys during that time? Okay, well, first and foremost, I'm a member of the same women's Christian ministry as you say, which is where we met. Yes. So my mother was in close contact with the BFA ladies, mm-hmm. and they were praying for me. Prayer circle in the um, waiting area. Wow. Prayer, prayer um, WhatsApp, prayer chain, email, prayer train. They did a booklet for me of prayers, chronicling my whole journey Mm -hmm. from when I couldn't swallow to when I sent a message that I boxed out some soup. (laughs) So the whole booklet with pictures and so on. And my mother and my nurse used to read the prayers to me in the hospital. And I mean, it was such a boost to me. Mm-hmm. That really helped you during mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Tremendously. Uh, the prayers of others and the encouragement of others. Yeah. How God showed His faithfulness to you when you couldn't yep. do for yourself. I mean, it, it lifted me up. It just buoyed me. Wow. God is so good. God, God is so good. good. And so, with each of these um, milestones, because you did walk today. You know, you are sitting on a chair with wheels. <laughs> you need to come up steps. Yeah. You know, how has God been faithful to you even during your recovery? God constantly shows up every day for me, mm-hmm. Stacey, because I have people encourage us who message me every day. I open my phone mm-hmm. and I look and I have messages. There are some people who have messaged me every single day for seven years. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And sometimes more popping. And if I miss people from different phases of your life, some neighbors, mm-hmm. ex-co-workers, mm-hmm. my manicurist, mm-hmm. so people from all over my life message me every single day with scriptures and verses and so on. Mm-hmm. And that keeps you here. Yes, and even the people in my life who God sends were filling certain roles that I'm no longer able to fulfill. It's unbelievable. I see you brought your book with us today. Is something you want to tell us about that? Yes. Well, I'm not an author, or I certainly was not before this event. You are now. (laughs) So, after the arm, I got back home, Mm -hmm. and I was staying on a rented hospital bed in my daughter's room. I used to go out on my um, patio, and try to rebuild my favorite scriptures. Because I had been changing over from Blackberry to iPhone, mm-hmm. I'd actually lost all my scripture that I kept in my phone, because it couldn't be transferred. So I used to sit with my Bible on my patio and rebuild all of my favorite scriptures. And what I came to realize is that even though the arm sickness had dealt with such a big blow, good things were happening. I was making new friends at the tender age of 52. <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect that. Mm. I said, hey, you know, things are very different now. 
And then, you know, the reflections started coming and started jotting things down about, you know, the things that were happening. Because, I mean, it was really a stark thing, you know, they took off a piece of my skull and then put it back on after. They put me in a medical induced coma for two weeks. So I was in intensive care. So it was really touch and get go. It was a real brush with death. Then I said, something in my spirit told me that God was telling me to write a book because it was just actually pouring out of me as I had my scriptures together yeah. and started to, you know, jot down things that were standing out to me. And then before you knew it, I was sitting down for stretches until my back ate, typing on my computer. Because mm. I said, okay, if I'm going to write the book, I better open a book and look what goes in the book. I said, right. okay, forward, what's a forward? Mm. Preface. And I started trying to put it together. And over the course of time, there came a draft book. I went and met with a publisher, and they said to me, I need to go with the editor first. Okay. And the editor turned out to be someone who I worked with during my work, we work years. So I was very familiar with her. And I was saying, okay, how, what next publisher? Since that first one is not an option. I started going online and researching and, you know, getting on the job. How do I find a publisher? Then my editor said to me, I have just the person. There comes a publisher who used to work with the advertising agent we use. What what are the odds? I mean, I said to myself, God just lined everything up. I didn't have to. And I found out that a lot of these online publishers are actually scammers who take ownership of your book. So immediately I connected with that publisher. Mm-hmm. She said to me the first day she saw me walking and that was it. Because she was rather busy at the time. But we connected spiritually. And she's actually become a family friend. Wow. You may have lost your job, but you retired. Yeah. But now God I'm... gave me new jobs yeah. that were even more fulfilling. Wow. Because the other thing that God said to my spirit is that I need to start a stroke foundation or some sort of stroke support organization. So I was like, okay, so where do I start? So when I spoke to my husband, he said, why don't you reach out to, instead of starting from scratch, reach out to a foundation that is already in um, existence mm-hmm. and see if you can collaborate with them. Okay. So I went online, found the World Stroke Organization, emailed them and I got quickly got back an email from a lady saying that um she's in charge of working with stroke and stroke support organizations internationally and help them helping them to establish. So I almost got chills. Wow. Yeah I was so shocked. I said oh my gosh. God is faithful. God is so faithful. And so now you have a, a new branch here, or you have what you established in Jamaica? Well, basically, I thought to myself, who am I going to meet? Mm-hmm. So I reached out to people that I thought would be good members of a board. Mm-hmm. My neurosurgeon also, um, he's on the board, mm-hmm. Dr. Carl Bruce. Okay. And a few others. And I was, it was really easy because so many people, stroke is one of the leading causes of death in Jamaica, death and disability. How would you encourage somebody who has gone through something where it has changed their life from what it used to be to something else that they didn't expect? 
Well, Stacey, I would say that um, God goes ahead of us, he goes beside us, he goes behind us. So, I mean, things that we think are a big deal are not a big deal for God because he has already set out his plan for us. And I mean, honestly, I am in awe of the doors that God opened for me. Because when I was there and said, well, what am I going to do? I went up to Mona Rehab, met with a the manager there to ask if there's anything I could volunteer to do. Wow, even your own yep. loss and pain. And he said, well, it sounded like woodworkers and metal workers that they need. So I said, I got this a seven night <laughs> So from there, somebody associated with Mona Rehab asked me if I'd like to give a talk on stroke. That's so, your speech. Yep. I did a presentation to a small group. Mm-hmm. And um, I must say, it took me a while to get back into my computer stuff, which was you know, no big deal at work. Because mm-hmm. I mean, my processing, you know, yeah. while it was there, it was different different um, email I was using and so on. So it took me quite a longer time to do even a PowerPoint presentation, you know. Can I ask, during those moments where things that weren't easy for you before, that you didn't think about before, realizing you have to relearn or you can't do it anymore, how was that for you? How were those moments? Well, I mean, sometimes there were a lot of, there was a lot of time when I was disappointed, mm-hmm. when I was discouraged. But somehow, God always seemed to just pave away, you know? Amazing. Wow. I mean, sometimes I just do things on my phone. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, I know I can do this email, I know I can draft a program for the launch of the um, stroke alliance. Right. So, in desperation, you could call it, when I was trying and trying to do an email and it wasn't happening because I had all my templates on my computer, but I had to return my computer to my workplace because, you know, I was retired. So I got a different computer and all my templates I would have just pulled down and used were no longer there. So sometimes I just do things on my phone. I had to just find new ways of navigating, but God always opened up doors. What would you tell somebody right now about how to be encouraged? Well, I didn't have to strive and I didn't have to force ways myself. Because when I did, I found that things opened up for me. For example, when I did that presentation on arm stroke, I met someone there who was also doing a presentation and she turned out to A, become a friend, wow. and B, become a very crucial person with the stroke alliance because of her um, capabilities and so on. ER nurse, hospital administrator, mm-hmm. with contacts throughout our healthcare system. Wow. And a go-getter, she has her own foundation, wow. which she set up in honor of her grandmother who died of a stroke. How could, this, how could I have planned this? There's no way. And I can't say it's coincidence because God was ahead of me, so he knew that we would be perfect to work together. That's so amazing. You know, we think that we've lost. God yeah. is still at work. Yeah. He still has a plan. And the thing is that he knew all along what was going to happen, so he right. lined up all the persons that needed to work together. Right. From the involvement in BFA, where you yeah. have, you know, your Bible study and the friends you would have had there, yeah. to the people now helping you to have a 
impact in a different way. Yeah, in a different way. And even when it's spoken and it was in its infancy, mm -hmm. one of my BFA ladies who actually invited him in the first place, she came and ran it and got us in ready to launch. Wow. Incorporated and you know all the groundwork that needed okay, to be done. So I was like, mm, what are the odds of that? Only the God. person who invited me to join BFA came to run it. Wow. Pro bono. Wow. Because of her boss who volunteered to join. And he's a major corporate figure in, in Jamaica. Yeah, so I mean the amount of coincidences which you and I are not coincidences, you know. God placed everything together. Perfectly. So how can a person through nail your book and how they can get it? Okay, well, the title of the book is My New Normal, Reflections of a Stroke Survivor. But it took a while to come to terms with the fact that, you know, okay, I'm not going to wear a magic wand and um, all of a sudden be able to walk and run and drive. So I realized that I had to say, okay, this is my new normal. This is how I'm going to be. I'm going to have to hold God's hand and work from here. Mm -hmm. So this basically is available on Amazon. So I put the link in our, in, in our podcast so we can show you where to get the book. Um, it's a really, really good book to help you to understand how God is faithful even in a different experience from what you thought your life would be. Because I'm sure when you grew up, you had a plan for your life to look like, right? Yep. Yes, and it's different. Totally different. But God is still faithful. Yep. God yep. is still faithful. Sure. Oh my gosh. Is there any last words before we go you'd like to share? I mean, I still have to keep reminding myself. So it's not an easy thing to just say, you know, God is faithful. But the way he has shown up for me is just blown my mind. Yeah, so to experience God's faithfulness and goodness firsthand, mm -hmm. and He still is. I mean, I could read, tell you reams of stories that have happened to me since, and it's just too, too much. Too much. God is faithful. God's presence just overwhelms. It does. It does. So thank you so much for coming today and sharing. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to hear how the Lord took you through yeah. this very challenging time, you know. And what a privilege to be part of God's plan. Amen. Amen. And God that. can use you. Yes. You know, regardless of your insecurities, regardless of what you see as your inadequacies, mm -hmm. he can take whatever you give him and multiply it. So you had insecurities during this time? Well, I mean, my whole life, I mean, I used to consider myself very shy, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, so some of the things just put me out to do, you know. Right. I would never have dreamt I would do, you know. Like coming today. <laughs> yes. Like coming today. Or standing in front of people to share your survival yeah. story. And God is like, I can do it. Yeah. You. I can do it. Yes. You so I have to oh, remind myself, God showed up for you then, so there is nothing he won't do for you. Amen. Amen. God will show up for you. There is nothing he can't do. You just have to be available. Thank you guys for listening today. Constant faith is secure in you. You can be secure.